0: THK, the news at one with Barry O'Rourke. The top stories, pandemic advisor Wallace Lau says he has reservations about the need to launch an independent COVID inquiry. Firefighters tackle a large blaze at an industrial building in Choi Hung and former chief executive CY Leung says COVID quarantine policies here led to people temporarily moving to Singapore. Government pandemic advisor Wallace Lau says he has reservations about the need to launch an independent inquiry into the administration's handling of the Covid outbreak. His comments come days after another expert advising the government, Yun Kwok Yung, called for a probe. But speaking after a radio programme, Professor Lau said a review was still necessary. We always reveal ourselves, whatever we do, we always look back and see whether we could do better. And I think that is something that we should do. But whether we need a special investigation panel, I personally feel we are not quite there yet. The pandemic is not over. Even when the pandemic is over, there is still a lot of work for all of us to do. The scope is going to be so wide. I think one needs very careful considerations as to what do we want to look at. The fire services department says the wind is carrying smoke and an unusual smell from a fire at a Choi Hung industrial building and any members of the public affected should remain calm and close their doors and windows. In a statement, the department said the fire had broken out just after a quarter past five this morning and that it was upgraded to a number three alarm just before nine a.m. It subsequently said four jets and three breathing apparatus teams had been brought in to fight the blaze up from two jets and two breathing teams earlier in the day. The department said one person had been sent to hospital after feeling unwell. Former Chief Executive CY Leung says Hong Kong's COVID quarantine policies have led to people temporarily moving away from the SAR to Singapore. On a radio programme, Mr Leung questioned how many more immigrants Singapore could take in without causing resentment. He also said Hong Kongers should focus on doing their own thing, consider the opportunities on the mainland and not fixate so much about Singapore. Financial Secretary Paul Chan, who will deliver his budget speech in less than a month, says fiscal policy will be less expansionary. Mr Chan also said he hadn't yet decided whether to issue another round of spending vouchers. He said authorities had to take public finances into account. Over the past
1: two years, because of Covid and the economic downturn, many citizens have been under a lot of pressure. Our measures were counter-cyclical, with the aim of relieving the pressure on the people. But each time we spent quite a lot of money. At this moment, we have to be cautious. The economy has started to recover, but there are uncertainties. Recovery isn't fast and strong enough. Overall, there are policies that need to be adjusted, and we can't press ahead like we did before.
0: A lawyer representing the family of Tyree Nichols, an African-American beaten to death by police during a traffic stop in Memphis, has welcomed the murder and kidnapping charges brought against the officers involved, who were also black. But noting the unprecedented speed with which the five officers were indicted, Ben Crump said such swift action should also be taken against white officers in similar situations.
1: As the chief said, it was important for the community that they took swift action and that justice moves swiftly against these five officers who happen to be African-American, well, when it's white officers. We think it's also important to the community that there is swift action and that we move swiftly to justice.
0: The BBC's Barbara platt has been speaking with Tyree Nichols' mother.
1: I asked her why she had not watched the video because she said several times she couldn't bring herself to watch it and she said look I know what happened to my son I was in the hospital I saw what he looked like I didn't need to see the video to know that he was dead I also asked her about her response to the fact that the five officers who killed her son were also black and she said it's not about whether they're black, purple, white or whatever it's the fact that you have police behaving badly this is about police conduct it's not about race and if it is about race it's about the race of the victim." not about the race of the police officer who's carrying out the excessive use of force.
0: A Palestinian gunman has killed at least seven people outside a synagogue in occupied East Jerusalem where Israeli worshippers had gathered for prayers. The attacker was killed by Israeli police. The shooting comes amid an escalation in tensions after nine Palestinians were killed during an Israeli military raid in the occupied West Bank on Thursday. The BBC's Tom Bateman reports from the scene.
2: Things are already at a very, very grave place, and I think, you know, this is now just going to add even more fuel to the arguments that, uh, or the fear that things will only get worse. And so in that context, you have the international community having called for de-escalation. We had the United Nations, uh, the U.S. yesterday saying they called on everyone to try to reduce the level of tension, and
0: clearly we've had the complete reverse with this incident. Speaking after visiting the scene, the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu urged Israelis not to react to the attack with violence. We must act with determination and composure. I call on people not to take the law into their own hands. For that, we have an army and police and security forces, and they are acting and will be acting according to guidance from the cabinets. U.S. prosecutors have charged three men on suspicion of conspiring to assassinate a U.S. journalist and activist of Iranian origin. The Attorney General, Merrick Garland, said the men were members of an Eastern European criminal organization with links to the Iranian government. He said their target was a critic of Iran's rights violations. The victim in this case was targeted for exercising the rights to which every American citizen is entitled. The victim publicized the Iranian government's human rights abuses, discriminatory discriminatory treatment of women, suppression of democratic participation and expression, and use of arbitrary imprisonment, torture, and execution. New Zealand's Prime Minister Chris Hipkins has described the flooding in his country's largest city, Auckland, as an unprecedented event. He's surveyed some of the worst-hit parts by helicopter. At least three people have died following torrential downpours. More than 100 people have been rescued from flooded cars and homes. Operations were halted at Auckland Airport when an ankle-deep water flooded the main terminal. Ricardo Menendez March is a Member of Parliament for the Green Party. He had to evacuate his home in Auckland
2: it goes without saying that we need to have a conversation about how climate change is making these events more frequent and how cities like Auckland are massively underprepared to deal with flooding events, which are going to become more frequent.
0: Tennis and at the Australian Open, the women's singles and the men's doubles titles will be decided today at the Rod Laver Arena in Melbourne. Radio Australia's Sam Wilkinson reports.
2: The first women's Grand Slam trophy of the season will go to either 22nd seed Eleanor Rybakina of Kazakhstan or 5th seed Arena Sabalenka of Belarus. It will be the 4th time these two have met with Sabalenka winning each match in three sets, but she's yet to win a Grand Slam final, while Ribakina has already won at Wimbledon last year. Following that match, the Australian pairing of Rinki Hijikata and Jason Kubler will be on court in the men's doubles final against Hugo Nice and Jan Zielinski. It could be the second year in a row that Australians have won their home tournament after Nick Kyrgios and Thanasi Kokonakis were victorious in 2022.
0: To English football now and here's the BBC's John Bennett with a peek at what's in store this weekend.
1: This weekend in English football it's all about the fourth round of the FA Cup where there could be more shocks after a thrilling third round earlier this month. Premier League sides Leicester City, Leeds United and Tottenham are all away to lower league opposition. Leicester who've only won once since the World Cup and are in relegation danger face walsall who are 11th in league two the fourth tier of the english game meanwhile Leeds go to accrington stanley who are in the bottom half of league one and Tottenham meet the championship side preston at prenton park preston have never played in the premier league but they have an illustrious history winning the fa cup twice way back in 1889 and 1938 Elsewhere, after knocking out Nottingham Forest in the last round, Blackpool face another Premier League side, Southampton. Manchester United are up against one of their former players, the now Reading manager Paul Ince. And FA Cup holders Liverpool meet a Brighton side who beat them 3-0 earlier this month.
0: And now to the weather. It'll be fine and very dry and cold tonight with moderate fresh to north. Fresh north to northeasterly winds, occasionally strong offshore and on high ground at first. And the outlook, fine and dry in the next couple of days, remaining cold in the morning, becoming cloudy with one or two rain patches and rising temperatures midweek next week. Currently at the observatory, it's 15 degrees Celsius. The relative humidity is 22%. Please be aware the red fire danger warning and the cold weather warning are in force. And to end the news, top stories once again. Pandemic advisor Wallace Lau says he has reservations about the need to launch an independent COVID inquiry. Firefighters tackle a huge blaze at an industrial building in Choi Hung and former chief executive CY Leung says COVID quarantine policies here led to people temporarily moving to Singapore. You're listening to the news on RTHK.
1: RTHK Radio 3. I'm
0: Dr. Emma
2: Nam. The pandemic is surging with more contagious mutant strains. The elderly are at the highest risk if a new wave comes. Scientific data shows that those with stable
0: health can receive COVID-19 vaccines. Take your elderly relatives to get the jab at community vaccination centers, designated general outpatient clinics, elderly health centers, private clinics, or hospital COVID-19 vaccination stations, or opt for the home vaccination service.
2: I am the Little great, and I'm here to alert citizens to scams. When you shop online, stay alert to scams. When you date online, stay alert to scams. And when you receive calls from unknown numbers, stay alert to scams. I never get tired of reminding. I love reminding my family and people around me to stay alert to scams. Ending deception starts with you. Remind those around you. If you come across any suspected scams, call the Police Anti-Scam Helpline at 1-8-triple-2.
0: Radio this station is now the ultimate power in the universe.
2: You might know Rockin' Robin best from the 1972 version sung by the Jackson 5, but the original version, Bobby Day, 1958, was his biggest hit and only hit. They stopped recording music as a solo artist after 1960 when he began concentrating on songwriting. Here's Rockin' Robin. Robin. Yes, it's all about the one hit wonders until 3 p.m. Andrew Dembino will be coming to take my spot. These are some of the greatest hits of all time, but one and done.
1: All the little birds on Jay Bird Street love to hear the robin go tweet tweet. Rock and roll, tweet tweet, rockin' tweet, rock and roll, rock and roll, we're really gonna rock tonight. We own the pretty little raven at the birdman stand. Taught him up to do the bop and it was grand. They started going steady and blessed my soul. He outbought the buzzard and the oreo He rocks. The the treetop, all the day long, hopping and a bopping and I'm singing a singing song. All the little birds.
2: Hey Baby, sung by Bruce Channel at top the Billboard Hot 100 in 1962. While touring Europe, he was accompanied by a little known band at the time named the Beatles. The song experienced a resurgence in popularity when it was used in a scene in 1987's Dirty Dancing.
0: Come on. <laughs>